One. One, two. Check me out right here, yo. Yo, what up? <laughs> What's good, y'all? It's your favorite campus uncle, and it is Tamara here. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. And uh, we are two educators on the record. It is for the love of podcast, y'all. How you doing today, Tamara? I'm groovy, thanks. I'm in a battle with this cold, y'all, so y'all hear my voice kind of coming in and out. But you know what? I'm going to give it all I have, um, like I always do. But before we begin, I want to give a shout-out. And I need to give a shout out to you. Let me tell you, I'm so digging the way in which you're loving up our IG page. I want to say that you're natural. I mean, see, like, you just get on and whatever it is that you're saying is always right. It's apropos. And I just want to give you some love and just thank you for representing the brand. Not that I didn't believe that you would or mm-hmm. could, but, yo, you're alive and in color. And I just want to say I love you, man. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> my, my, my sister in struggle, pain, and also in victory, man. You know, it's it, it's okay to accept compliments, y'all. It is. It Especially is okay. black men. Yes. Yes, it's okay to accept compliments, man. Man, and I and I received that man. Thank you so much. You're so much love. Indeed, indeed. So um, we're gonna switch it up a bit. Y'all. We are because we're okay. into our yo second month. So thank y'all for yeah. all of the love. Yay! Absolutely. Tuesday was actually our fourth episode, one complete month for the love of, and we want to thank y'all for everything. Yeah. The plays are sick, so keep it coming, keep sharing. Absolutely. Uh, listen, we told y'all this is gonna be a thing. We told y'all that, you know, we were coming to educate all in love and understanding, but we also trying to challenge the status quo, and uh, that's what we're trying to do, right? We're not trying to do it. We're hopeful that we are doing it, and we want to be pushing some envelopes also. We want to be pushing some buttons. This is not some quagmire where you can just sit back in the groove and just be comfortable. We want you all to begin thinking bigger, better, and then even more globally on how it is that you can use your platforms to move forward whatever it is your mission and vision in this life. Absolutely. And with that being said, I just have one acknowledgement. Yes. So just recently I put up a post on IG, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I made a confession. And my confession was was that, yes, I'm saying what's on my mind, but I'm still holding back a little bit. Because I was I was playing it safe, and I also and I, and I also acknowledge the fact that the honeymoon is over. It's time to get to the real. It's time to get to the real business. So with that being said, from now on, I'm telling you right now, if I hurt your feelings, so what? Then that means either we're talking to you or you know you're wrong. But if it's real, it's real. Right. And just know for a fact that these opinions that we share, mm-hmm. right? Disclaimer. Um, they they are our educated opinions. You know, on topics that we choose to discuss that involve you and involve everybody that's within our audience. You know, so if you do feel offended by anything that we say, just know for a fact that it's coming from a place of understanding and in love. Because we're not here to divide, we're not here to conquer, we're not here to uh, to separate or to create any enemies. But we are going to tell you the truth. You know, and because we're going to tell you the truth, you know, sometimes truth hurts. So that's and it's about growth. Do. Absolutely. Right, because comfort is good, but nothing grows there. I'm sorry. 
So, all right, so the second month, here's the new format, y'all. So what we're going to do, it's a set of three topics. We're only going to narrow it down to one, and we're going to commit our time and energy to this one topic, and it's going to be, I want to say a power hour, not even that, though. We're going to say at least up to 45 minutes, up to 45 minutes, and we're going to discuss this, these topics in complete detail uh, to the point where both of us have a clear understanding in terms of the content uh, and uh, the points of views that we want to express between uh, one another, right? Okay. Yes, so that's, that's what we want to do. And um, and then let us know too, you know, so we're trying this out because we believe in one, integrity, we believe in excellence, and we want to make sure that we are bringing you along for the ride. Right. So if you like one platform better than the other, hit us up. Let's do that. So without further ado, Tamara, so a couple of IG posts ago, yes, I mentioned about a topic where I talked about student organizations on campus, and this is going to be Buffalo State specific, okay? I'm here for you. The way that I can talk about this topic or, or introduce it is a couple years ago, Pulse, the organization that... Uh, you advise. I do. Right. Five years. Yes. One to six. About a couple years ago, there was a program that called for all student organizations that were of color to come together and to express or explain themselves in terms of being competitive. Okay. There was an argument that student organizations such as NAACP. ASO, BAM, CSO, you know, PASO, you know, even AEL, right, were stealing each other's identities for the sake of gaining more membership in their organizations. So, in other words, they sacrificed their identities to become a part of the mix and efforts to grow in number. So instead of doing programs that were intended, uh, that, that were designed based off your mission and your purpose, now we're doing booties and burgers. Okay. Right? Instead of doing programs that have to deal with philanthropy and advocacy, right? We're doing a whole bunch of social programming that has to deal with who has the better audiences and who, who can gain the most people. And, and the you duplications know, of effort and, in terms of the show. And, and duplications of all kinds of different programs, meaning multiple pageants. Fashion shows. Fashion shows. Culture shows. All the same. You know, they're, they're, just, they're just complete replicas of each other. So... I want to start this podcast by a disclaimer saying that, again, all of this is in love, y'all, but this is something that's on my mind, and this is something that has been talked about for quite some time. My question is, why is it that there is no distinction between all the student organizations of color outside of a name? Why is it that we're all doing the same thing? I don't know if necessarily you and I, well, I will say this. 
if I have all of the answers, speculation, some of the things that I heard since I was connected when I was on the student affairs side of the house as the former associate director for student life and the liaison between USG, United Student Government, and the administration. I had to go to the USG meetings and things of that nature. I think there are so many pieces to this. There's so much bureaucracy in it. Mm -hmm. I think it's lack of leadership, top down, down up, and in the middle. And I think a lot of it too comes from lack of originality and lack of standing on the edge and really holding true to the mission and the vision. It's the same. We come from a different generation. Jack of all trades, master of none. We see individuals, student clubs and organizations, we see people put on programming and events, and it's like, oh wow, that's successful, that's nice, we can do that too. So as opposed to allowing X organization have the social event, and as in FSA, and there was that, the fashion show. Right. Then we're like, well, why don't we put on a fashion show? Right, because we can do that too. We can do it too. We can, and it leaves less possible effort and time in terms of planning the execution of that. One of the other things too, when you're talking about here on campus, since we're talking about Buffalo State specific, you know large scale planning, and I know this because you have been advisor to I don't know how many organizations I have too, and then being on the other side, when it is a large-scale program and large-scale, it basically goes off the number and which room they're using. And if UPD is going to be called in, there has to be a meeting with UPD, events management, somebody from USG and student clubs and organizations. They have to say, okay, how many individuals are you going to have? I mean, this dictates the number of UPD officers you all have to pay for. So I think what happens is, Students have tried because Dollar Jam. I don't even have anything. Think Dollar Jam happens anymore because I think that was CSO, right? Right, absolutely. Shout to CSO. Right. I've been to Dollar Jam a lot, a lot of times. And but I think what happens is because the campus was trying to ensure that these events, since we were allowing off-campus participants partake, they wanted to make sure that it was a safety environment and nothing happened at that particular event. Then they were like, well, we need 29 officers here. And 29 is clearly an exaggeration. Y'all, I'm just trying to extend the learning to make the point. See, it's always like we don't have enough money and our budget for that. So then they go off campus and that brings in a whole lot of things. So where am I getting at is that when they go to a USG meeting, they go to events management, they go to student life, and they say, okay, well, our event is like Fred's event. Same number of people, same number of this, and the possibility of getting it approved. Okay. That could be one of the ways in which they might be like, all right, well, listen, we've been trying to have this different kind of event because it's new, it's different, it's novel. There are a whole bunch of questions around it. Is it safe? Are you gonna be allowing off-campus participants here? 
What does that look like? Well, if you're talking about 200 people in the social hall, which holds, I think, 324 or something like that, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. That means we're going to need 10 officers as opposed to five officers. Okay. Then that means that's 10 times 32 or 42, whatever their rate is now, as opposed to five times 32 or 42. Okay. Right? So that's it. I think the other thing, too, is some of them have lost just the vision, the mission, plain and simple. Mm -hmm. Right? Because in, if they did, I wouldn't be bothered by the fact that Fred's group had this very successful program because I think it's dope. We're going to support and we're going to keep that thing moving. We're going to keep that thing moving. I think all too often we be looking so quickly for the next high, for the next, oh my goodness, CSO. Did y'all see Fred's event? Did y'all see Tamara's event? Did y'all see Pulse? Did y'all see X, Y, and Z, CSO, Paso, Bam? Everybody's looking for that next conversation, that buzz to be in their ear. So as opposed to them saying, well, listen, kudos, love everything about what you do, but we still want to stay in our lane. It's nothing different than what we're seeing, I believe, in social media. Everybody's looking for the next jump off and it to be tethered to their name because everybody, most of us want the validation. We know that it's very common in the millennial and this in particular with Generation Z. Okay, so here's a couple things. Mm -hmm. I'm here's, here. Here's, here. The reason why I'm bringing this up and the reason why I'm talking about this is because this was one of the demanding topics that students wanted me to express. Sure. Right? And with that being said, um, I did a litmus test. Okay. Okay. You did actually, a social experiment? I, I, actually, I actually did a social experiment. So I had one of my white students walk with me in the union one day, and it was during Bangle Balls. Okay. Right? And I asked this white student, Tell me, if you were to go into the student union, would you be able to tell the differences between all organizations without them having any sort of tables or banners or anything like that? Would you be able to tell the difference? Mm -hmm. And so he went in there and he walked out. Like after 10, 15 minutes, he walked out. And I said, so what you think? He was like, quite honestly, can't really tell you the difference. And I was like, well, did you see any indicators, any posters, any signs that he's like, yeah, I saw the differences, you know, when it came to like, you know, um, what, they had on the what they had on the tables and stuff. He was like, but had you not pointed out to me, I just would have thought that they were just students of color. You know, I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had differentiated between cultures. You know what I'm saying? Or, or different organizations. You know, he was like, because everybody in there seems like they're promoting the same thing. You know, in terms of events, it seems like everybody is doing or, or organizing or facilitating same things. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I understand. He's like, you know, I, I would want variety. So it made me think, because that's someone outside of our culture. And so it made me think. And, so I brought this to an audience of young scholars, and I was like, hey, you ever thought about maybe um, mixing it up a little bit? And they were like, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, ASO has their event that's coming up, right? But yet, that very next week, you know, another organization 
could have an event that's so similar to it. The only difference is that the group that's sponsoring the event. Do you think that organizations need to need to go back to their own identity because it seems as if like the social platform is in such a demand for the students that they're beginning to lose their purity when it comes to identity okay you know and that led to a long long <laughs> conversation you know again y'all listen not my words not my intentions because I have my own and I'll profess that in the end but I do think that in hindsight some organizations if not all are beginning to all look the same and I think it's doing a disservice to the experience of the students sure you know so what what's your take on what I just said yes Yes, and welcome. <laughs> I, to add to that, there used to be, back in the day, you may have remembered this, I don't remember this because I was a commuter at this particular time, mm-hmm. but within the USG organization, which houses all student clubs and organizations that are under USG. That are under USG. There was an entity titled Meeting of the Minds. Yes. Remember that? Yes. And at the Meeting of the Minds, executive members from all of the student clubs and organizations would come to this meeting and share their calendar and there would be a big calendar created for that particular semester to ensure there was no duplication of effort to ensure that there were uniqueness to the programs to ensure that the clubs and organizations stayed within their mission and vision in a way in which they were not only accepted but approved under USG because to go through a approval process that means you now receive funding, right? So how, why, not certain, there has been several conversations that have either fell on unsympathetic ears or have just been lost in the wind and as to why we're not seeing the rebirth of this. So the meaning of the minds doesn't even exist anymore. Correct. Correct. That explains a lot. That so meaning of mind does not happen anymore. So here's what happens, mm-hmm. right? Budget meeting. All student clubs and organizations under USG, they have to submit an actual budget proposal yep. to USG. Right. Right. USG stays to all hours of the night, whatever, until they can balance the budget based off of the number of students that are coming into so on and so forth. And what they do is they have lines, and those lines basically speak to what it is that they want to use the money for. So there is, with CSO, they may have their cultural night. They may have camp weekend. They, another prime example, all of them have a camp weekend. Why don't you just do the whole month of one month and then have five different parties, you know, camp weekends, when you're sharing experiences. And some of them do that, but they're all going to camp weekend. So they still have camp weekend? I don't really hear about that. 
at least two years ago, I heard about Camp Weekend. Yes. Yeah, I don't even hear about yep. that. Yep, so Camp Weekend. I actually heard that we're not even allowed up there. Well, what, like I said, two years ago, they might not be because, you know, they, they get interesting. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah. So even with Camp Weekend, so they have oh, yeah. all of these processes. And then there's no, I don't want to say checks and balance because that's too harsh. But there's no one saying when you're submitting your budget for the year to USG, there's no one saying, okay, Fred organization, your mission and vision reads this, but the last two years, your program has looked similar to CSO programming. We're kicking this back because it's duplication of effort. Once you are, again, funded, and outside of you doing you know, something ridiculous or egregious, no one's checking to see if the programming is matching your original intent. So, so I'm glad we're having this conversation, and I hope you guys are learning something, some history behind this, because I used to always, for the past few years, and it's, it's very interesting that you say that there was this meeting of the minds, because I remember that. And for the years all the way up to the present, I've spoken to several students expressing the, the need for this very meeting or this very... I think it was meeting of the org, orgs, but it's basically right, the same thing. Yeah. Right, But I've been expressing this very same idea that we need to have... I used to call it like something, something similar to how Greeks, the Nine have the NPHC. Yes. Right? Same thing. But I was like, we need to have a council of leadership where, like, the leaders of these organizations come together, right? In the beginning of the semester and potentially in the end of in the semester, or maybe three meetings, you know, throughout the semester, discussing agendas, uh, uh, future projects, and the statuses of their organizations, you know, in the present. And I always wondered if this meeting of the minds still existed and if it did why isn't it functional because you can see that it's not because like you said there's a duplication of effort this is not to discourage or to to shit on y'all as student organizations but Tamara and I both come from a time where it was very easy for anybody to distinguish between ASO and CSO and AEL because back in my day we didn't really have an abundance of all of these organizations on campus right and now it's even better now because there is everybody has a place that they can go to right but it was a much more simpler time then you was a part of ASO you was a part of CSO you was a part of AEL you was a part of IGA right and you can intermingle between all of them. But now you have so much or so many organizations and they're all doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? I do. So there's, again, there's no uniqueness. There is no uh, signature programs, right? So you mentioned Dollar Jam, mm -hmm. right? Dollar Jam used to be a thing back Dollar then. Jam was the thing. I remember going to Dollar Jam with Elephant Man back in the Lions Den or over there on, uh, on Main Street near Canisius College. That was an experience. If you've never been, that was an experience. Dollar Jam but was 
The thing. Right. ASO and Apollo Night. The thing. And their, and their Africa Week, right? The thing. That, that was the thing, yep. right? Um, AEL and Poder from UB would, would link up together and they would do an event together, mm-hmm. right? Right. You don't really get that anymore. These are signature things that defined... Yeah. And they were specific, what, to and they the were specific the towards the clubs and the organizations into the communities that they serve. Yeah. Now you don't get that. Everybody's doing yeah. the same thing. The there's 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 fashion Mr. Mr. shows. Mahogany. And not to sh- I'm not shitting on them at and, all. And Copia, right? I, I don't. I, right, I'm not. I'm not shitting on them at all. Period. And please understand that the reason why I bring this up is because it's important to the students because students are talking about the replication of these programs and how they're getting tired of going to the same things over and over and over and over again and, and I kind of agree over. and it's spilling over to sustainability that's why they're feeling like they have to fight for again the constituency why because the program is all the same so all the programs the same I only need to know I only need to go to one because the same people are going to be at the same one talking about the same thing it's right. sustainability and then I want to take it I know we're talking about you know programming and we're talking about you know um, student or um, meeting of the orgs I will say, not because I am their advisor, but I think one of the other things that catches student clubs and organizations up is lack of leadership and planning. Pulse, straight up, have their semester ahead. They come to me, they have everything done. Like, for example, Pulse was the first one to bring to this campus, and no shade, and not even talking about anything. Pulse was the first one to bring Ladies Who Brunch. Right. Straight like that. We just saw another ladies who brunch, right? Okay, guess what? Now we're not doing it because someone else did because we understand that there's no need for two ladies to brunch. There's not that much of us to go around. So we'll fall but, back. Okay, but okay, now so you mentioned that. I did. Okay, so come on. your organization, because of who you are, right? Yes. And your organization models the spirit behind you, right? Is that fair to say? <laughs> I don't is that, know. Is that fair to say? I don't know. Okay. So, I think so, they already had that spirit. Okay, I think okay. we, we just gel well together. So, okay. <laughs> so, for like, okay. So you fall back, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. you not because now you're allowing another organization to take it. To take it. Absolutely. You got it. You go got ahead. It. You do what you do. Your yep, thing. You go ahead and rock it out. I wish it was that simple. So what do you mean? Because organizations will beef about that. But we, but he, we they the, will that's fight about that. I, I understand that. But the current reality is, is that in the past, right, to the present, mm-hmm. students that are in these organizations literally will fight each other. Yep. Because, hey, we did that first. That's ours. I'm saying that ain't yours. You, you know, we gonna so, let everybody so, know that you took our idea. So, so where do we draw the line? Because let me say this now. Let me ask again. Positive United, you know, ladies striving to elevate is all of that we are. I'm not gonna sit here and say there hasn't been some past members because again, we get ready to do our brunch on Saturday, April 6th. We do it on um, an alumni brunch. I'm not saying we haven't received calls and be like, well, what was that about? Yeah. You know me, I'm always operating on a whole nother level of abundance. Yeah. Okay? They saw it, they liked it, and they want absolutely. We just don't need to do it anymore. Because guess what? We're ideators. We'll never run out of ideas. 
but some people don't want to do the work because guess what? It's hard. It's hard. So it's this whole space of, all right, so how do I continuously reinvent myself? So you talked about, again, you and your wife and your relationship and your marriage. You can't continue to be the best thing to Sierra. Sierra can't be the best thing to you or that's just relationship. And then not only that, we're her, your children, and then your children here. Favorite campus uncle. We gotta keep churning this thing, looking at it. You and I get together, all right, now what are we gonna do next semester when we're teaching? That's real experience. And I think that's one of the things that we are losing with our scholars because we live in this instant gratification world and they want it quicker, faster, slicker, better, hotter. And if that means, I'm-, I'm but, but rightfully so, because their time here is short. Their time here is short, you know what I'm saying? So of course they want that instant gratification because I mean, you're here for four years, five years. So And, right? and, that, and that's why you're getting the copy game. And then some of them are, what's the word? Um, doing too much. Yeah. They're carrying seven classes. They're on 29 different e-boards. And then guess what? The e-boards have these conflicting schedules. And you know what happens? We get together on that last Sunday when we got to make a decision. And then guess what? We check the box. Well, let's just do this. We did it last year and it worked. Let, let's take it a step further. Oh, okay. Here, so, so... Here's a hypothetical. Here's a hypothetical scenario, and this is something that I've seen um, within my recent years. Here, you have two people in the same organization, right, who are rivals, right? They okay, so they belong to the same organization. They belong to the same organization. So Tamara, Tamara, and Fred belong to, to NAACP. There you go. Okay. I got it. Tamara has an idea that she wants to do for a program, right? Mm-hmm. But yet Fred takes the idea first. Tamara's upset about it. Mm-hmm. So as a form of rebellion, Tamara drops out of this organization. And, and then she creates, takes it to ASSO. No, she creates her own. She creates another organization. Uses the same type of uh, framework, the same type of principles, the same type of uh, foundation, but just gives it a different name. So, wait, a whole new organization. Whole new organization. Me, Fi, Me. Me, Fi, Me, right? That came from you, Fi, that came from NAACP, right? Yep. And now has their own organization. And is it recognizable on campus? It could be. More and more and more and most in most cases it probably isn't, right? Okay. But they're 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 doing programming that came from the mind of someone else that was in a, a well, that was in a, an organized organization, right? Sure. But friction happens. And they, they dip off. They dip off. One creates another one, and now this organization is, is the rival. And they're basically mirroring. Right. Mm-hmm. That's happened too. That's happened here. Where idols become rivals. Rick Rawshaw. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, next thing you know, it becomes an organizational type of beef. So, let me say this. And maybe because our maturation has set in, colleague. Yes. I agree. And at the 
as a creator. Yes. There's nothing one new under the sun. It's all in your perspective and the way in which you present it. Gotcha. So, I will say, mm -hmm, there are always going to be copycats in the world. So, if, so, 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 oh, so, man. so, my, so my thing is this. Mm. If you have to use us as your inspiration, then that means you can't move to our move. Just like that. You're supposed to like just like that. Come on. You can't move till I move. So we ludicrous. When I move, you move. Just, just like that. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. like that. So, so the thing with that is we're either going to be these authentic people who show up for this collegiate experience, giving these organizations our very awe. And if there's going by, if there's going to be somebody who's going to be sour, they're going to be sour. We can't control that. And I don't think we should try to control that. Now, my challenge with it, well, it, my challenge will come in in this particular instance. NAACP. It's just an example, y'all. We're not saying that these are the organizations. Right, just an example, right? So we'll just say, UFIU, um, right? Established, recognized, and then I dip off because I'm mad. So then Me Find Me presents, then go before either the Student Life Office, which is now Student Engagement something, 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 yeah, that, or that, USG, that. Mm -hmm. and then get recognized or... You, you, you get recognized as either you get recognized through USG or, or you student get, life or student life and I can't remember what the terminology is and I should remember but I don't Check me out right then I have challenged with that why because there should be a checks and balance right. so if you find you was already up running and approved and approved and or right verified through either one of those entities yeah. that's the overarching for the campus student yeah. affairs then me find me shouldn't be able to come and do the same exact thing because there's a check well uh me find me can you answer the question because it sounds just like you find you and let me tell you how i know because pulse went through a grueling process to become recognized through usg it took about two years because they needed we needed to differentiate how we were unlike another organization on this campus. So I know that there is some protocol to it. Now have there been some lacks in it, some we gonna roll a tape back or I just don't give a damn anymore. That might be the case. I'm not over there anymore and I don't have my finger on that pulse like that. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> but <laughs> but there there is a checks and balance. Okay. There is a check, that's what I will say. Okay. And then just to kind of bring it full circle to, not only is that happening here on our campuses with student clubs and organizations, that happened in the organizations and stuff that you and I either hear about, invited to, we have all of these organizations, 30 under 30, 40 under the 40. Um, women turn the world upside down and all sort of stuff. And it's the same people getting acknowledged for the same thing. Uh, the same yes. 10 tickets, please. Talk about and, it. And, talk and guess about what? It. Talk I'm trying to figure out what, what are these people like? When you talk about people who are really in the streets doing the work, you never hear anything about them. But people are coming up, hey, I want to do this. I want to highlight you. I want to spotlight you. I want to put a shine on you. You know, I want to give you an award. And it's the same thing over and over again. And my um, LS, our LS, we were just having this conversation 
And it's like, where is the ingenuity? Where's the innovation? And where is the sparky, the creativity? Because we're seeing at the collegiate level, guess what we're seeing at the grown folk level too. Okay. So, <laughs> so we said that this will be about 45 minutes. So we're about 36 minutes in. Look at that. Okay, we're about 36 minutes we in. Good. So now let's talk about solutions. Let's be yes. solution focused. Come on now. Okay. Love so you. how do we, because we know, we, we know the issues, yeah. you know, about how people are stealing things and, you know. Taking it as their own. Right, taking it as their own. We, like, we've been through that whole spill. How can we as educators on the record right yeah help to encourage a shift right towards creating um peace within these organizations mm -hmm. and um trying to get them back to uh, their original intention their mission how do we get them back to becoming what they are instead of what the public wants them to be so I think um, I'll give a couple. You can give a couple. Sure. One of the things that I might that might be critical. I'm just going to do two. First is either figure out how do we support USG or our girl Gael's getting ready to be the president. Shout out to Gael. How do we get meeting of the orgs back in flow? Gotcha. Right. I think there could could use some conversation around that. I think we okay. might be a problem. We might have to. Okay. Be, we, I, might, we might have to. I'm, I'm gonna say it, y'all. We might have to take uh, some leadership in that, in terms of the, the meeting of the minds, because I think we have the um, the pedigree to do so. I think that we have the intellect, right? And we have the following. And then I think the other to thing so. too, the knowledge. So that's my second point. So thank you for the assist. Mm -hmm. Love everything about you, bruh share these experiences like we talked about Apollo night we talked about dollar jam we talked about the ael the way they facilitate so if they don't so here's another thing too part of it is when they don't have their history mm -hmm. there they should have a binder that passes so when what aaso came up in what 1967 there should be, so what, that's about 52 years, 51, 52 years, they should have all of that documentation to go back to why it was started in some of their signature events. The same thing with PASO, ASO, AEL, BAM, all of those organizations and help some of them find those documents so then that way they can get back to the core of their mission and vision and going back to doing what work and why. Gotcha. Those are two. Okay, I'll drop two. <laughs> I think another thing that's important that can help us ease the tension and to rectify and create solutions is us faculty and staff have to step in the ball. We got we we have to become but more of us. Let's be clear more, on that. Okay. More of us because Thank there you. is even though it's a small number, but there are a number of us who are a part of the culture, right? Who care about you all. Right, uh, that needs to help assist in your forward progression. Okay, um, and when I say advisor, I'm not talking about someone that just signs off on oh, sheets no, and no, calls no, it a no. day. We, we don't no, do that. I'm talking about someone that goes to your meetings. I'm talking about someone that is an integral part in the decision making. 
okay, that can help to influence and encourage and to educate and to provoke change when it comes to the direction of your organizations, period. period. So that's one. You need a strong advisor that is an advocate for you and believes in your student organization. And then one that will not only hold you up, but hold you accountable. Exactly. Don't look for just a signature. Exactly. So that's, that's one. The second thing is I truly do believe that it, so you talked about this blueprint. Yes. Right? This, this kit that's passed on from generation to generation to generation. Sometimes it's even more simple as just going on the internet and just reading it on a Student Life website. Just read what the mission states because the mission hasn't changed. It's not like you have to submit a mission every year and if it changes, no, it's right there. You have, you have to read, identify, you have to comprehend, analyze, and to accept who you are as a club. The problem is, is that when you're recruiting people, you're recruiting people that don't give a damn about your club or your organization. They only care about the mix. That's it. Or, they, or you're recruiting people that just because you're your friends. Exactly. And just because they're your friends doesn't mean that they could be an integral part or contribute to your organization. So selection is paramount. You have to make sure that when you recruit these people, that they fall in line with the tenets, the principles, and the mission that you are promoting. Because if they don't, you will continue to fall into this problem of just re replicating and duplicating the same thing over and over and over again because you want to be in the mix, period. So I think that's four principles or four little solutions that we came up with in terms of how we could fix this. Again, people, this is all in love. And the other thing about that is if you want to be a part of the dialogue and the solution, hit us up. Y'all know who we are. We're always about on campus. Y'all have our Instagram. Y'all have our social media. Not only um, for the love of, but y'all have our personal ones as well. Some of y'all have our personal telephone numbers. Yeah. So there should be no excuses. Although there's a lot of excuses, there's no excuses. All right. So with that being said, y'all, this conversation was very educational. It was very rich. It was very raw. We talked about the battle of the student organizations, student organizations and clubs here at Buffalo State. And we kept it centralized here because of the fact that, um, one, we are a part of this campus. And two, there are real life issues that are happening right now, presently, as we speak with these organizations and them battling each other and we don't want that to take place we want every we want everyone to have an identity we want everybody to be confident and they, we want everybody to promote who they are in these student organizations our only suggestion is the fact that you don't need to duplicate what is already there you just need to be who you are that's it and then understand that each and every one of you are recognized for a reason because of your uniqueness you don't need to be like anybody else we need you to be who you are and the last thing i will say is it's not about numbers we're treating to numbers and i think that's why another issue of duplication comes in because they have certain things that they have to do for usg they have so a certain amount of meetings that they have to hold and if they're only getting 10 or 12 people they might fear like their funding may get cut so they're like oh Okay, well let me grab this next thing because I need people, I need bodies. We will tell you this, you could still get 300 people in the room and get it wrong. 
drop the mic. Uh, that's it. Yo, for the love of, find us on IG, FTLO underscore. Yo, your favorite campus uncle and Tamara, two educators on record. We Yo, got. Yo, liberated chick. Shouts.